0: Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to blencouragesyou.com, where we are here with a word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blen, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 271 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, the holidays are officially upon us and the Lord put something in my heart to share with all of you. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, a snack, something to write with and settle on in. Blend encourages You is coming to you with not just me, myself and I. That's what's coming up next.
1: family. Welcome.
0: Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from is you.com here with another podcast on the go. So as of this recording, we are just past Thanksgiving. It is the end of November almost. We've got another few days of 2022. And once Thanksgiving comes around, we are uh, officially in the holiday season, as it were, and holiday meaning Christmas. I know that not everyone celebrates Christmas, and I'm not here to talk about that necessarily. What I do know, whether or not you celebrate uh, Christmas, is that for many people, uh, this is a season of giving and being a blessing to others. And as I was preparing for one of the BCU Live studies, I looked on a passage of scripture that reminded me that it is biblical to look after someone else. Let's take a look in the book of Philippians, one of my favorites, and we're going to go to chapter two, Philippians chapter two, and we're going to look at verses one through four with an emphasis on verse number four. If I have it down in my mind right, give you a chance to get there. Philippians chapter two, verses one through four. Now, Paul is writing to the Philippian church. And while they did not have any doctrinal issues, there were some other things that he needed to make sure that they knew about. And here is one of those things. Philippians two, verse number one says, if. There, therefore, be any consolation in Christ, any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, and Spirit in that sentence is capitalized, so that's the Holy Ghost. If any bowels and mercies, and bowels meant your innards, like your heart, uh, where it is that the Lord would speak to, uh, as far as doing things, fulfill. Ye mind joy, that ye be like minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Verse number three says, Let nothing be done of strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Verse 4 says, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. And this scripture, BCU fam, has been just roaming around in my head. And I've been meditating on that uh, for the last day or so because our job as people of God is to make sure that our love, is of one of one accord that all of us love the way that christ would have us to love one another and that love is going to drive you to look after someone else other than yourself now obviously we have to take care of ourselves and make sure that you know we are eating properly and drinking properly and uh taking care of our bills and our responsibilities and all those kinds of things and the lord put that into us and that's one thing and absolutely we're supposed to take care of ourselves the scriptures say you know we're to love ourselves you know we nourish our flesh we take care of ourselves so absolutely we just don't stop there is what the word of god is saying we have to take it further and look after someone else besides ourselves and in doing so this is how the lord had things set up and even if we go back bcu fam and i won't go into detail for the sake of time into the old testament when the lord was setting up uh, the, the nation of israel they were supposed to look out for strangers and for the widows and for the fatherless and you can see that throughout the scriptures that that's what you were supposed to do and in doing so no one would necessarily lack. Now, although we'll always have the poor with us, they don't have to be desolate if someone is looking after them. And if one person looks after just one other person, then it could eradicate a lot of the the issues and situations that we see. Now, because we live in this present world, And the enemy, of course, is anti-God, right? He's anti-Christ, of course. He promotes this spirit of me, 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 and especially me. Um, I can remember, I believe it was in the 80s, uh, it was called the me generation, if I'm remembering correctly, where the focus was on getting and doing for yourself, looking out for number one. It's not an old concept. Uh, it comes uh, repackaged in, in all sorts of ways. And I can probably look at other generational uh, areas where uh, the me part of things was was focused on quite a bit. Um, I just remember uh, that piece and, you know, that spirit, that's a selfish spirit that's rooted in pride. And in that passage of scripture in Philippians 2 and 3 we're not supposed to do anything out of strife or, or vain glory. And that's empty glory, empty pride. So that's not how the Lord has things uh, set up. And this is why we need this, the Spirit of God. This is why we need the Holy Ghost down on the inside to help us to do things in the right way. Now, there are people who are not saved that genuinely look out for other people. And we praise God for that and for them. This is very true. And that they have other people's uh welfare at at heart and take care of people. So uh, that's one thing. And we praise God again for the people who do so. Uh, Works are not something that gets us into heaven. So doing that does not guarantee us a seat in heaven if we don't know Christ in his fullness. Amen. If we are not repentant and baptized in Jesus name and filled with the Holy Ghost, Again, according to Acts 2.38, although those works are wonderful, uh, that does not save us. So we are, as people of God, to make sure that we've got the baptism down, that we've got the Holy Ghost down on the inside, that we've repented, and that we go on to do these works, these good works. Uh, that glorify our God, which is in heaven. Amen. No works cannot save you, right? (laughs) The Bible lets us to know that we are to do those in conjunction with walking in the spirit. And that's why you need both of those things. That's why you need the spirit of God. And then you're doing the work so that God is glorified, honored, and praised. So with that in mind, I'd like to take a look at another passage of scripture where there were four people who did not mind just their own things. They love someone enough to make sure that they got this person to Christ, to Jesus, for healing. So if you would, go to the book of Mark, and we're going to head over to chapter number two. Mark chapter two once again give you a chance to get there and if you're not able to get there take some notes write it on down and and I have to tell you all that this is one of my favorite favorite stories uh, when it comes to Christ and healing Uh, I I just there's so many things I love about this (laughs) and I'm not even sure if I have the time to get into all of it but I I just love this I, I love this story so All right, let's go to Mark again, chapter 2, and we're going to go to verses 1. We're going to start at verse number 1, and then go to verse number 12. All right, let's get into it. Now, and again, he, meaning Jesus Christ, entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noised that he was in the house. Now, that right there, BCU fam, blesses me on so many levels that Jesus was in the house. There was a stir that he was in the house, and anytime that the Spirit of the Lord visits us when he's in the house, there's going to be a, a commotion, and in a good and wonderful way. All to God be the glory in here today. All right, verse number two. And straight away, there were many more gathered together insomuch that there was no room to receive them, no, not so much as about the door, and he preached the word unto them. All right, so Jesus is here uh, in the flesh, preaching to the people who are listening, and they're packed in as, you know, they they know that, that Jesus is here. All right, verse number three, and they came unto him, bringing one of the sick I'm sorry, one sick of the palsy, which was born of the four. And what that means, for those who may not be familiar, is is that there was someone here that was unable to walk, and he was brought by four people. Now, I don't know whether these were relatives or friends, but um, what I do know is is that they brought him in uh, on a stretcher, so to speak. And, you know, you've got, you know, one person, two people at, at, I'm sorry, one person on each corner of this particular bed or whatever the case may be. And when I think about that, when we think about biblical times, you know, this is not someone that pulled up in in a motor vehicle and and took their friend uh, to where Jesus is. Uh, They walked. They walked with their friend. All right, let's, let's go further. Verse number four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. Ooh, I love this. All right. So. Here into this crowd came these four men carrying their friend on um, a stretcher uh, who was paralyzed. They There was no way that they could make their way through the throng. It was just too many people. So because these were men of resource, because they were men that were looking after the welfare of someone else, because they wanted to see their friend healed, here's what they did. Now. Uh, The the previous verse says that they uncovered the roof where Jesus was and broke up the roof. (laughs) Let's talk about the houses in Palestine at the time. So according to what I have researched, the Palestinian houses, the roofs of those houses were flat. And many times they were used as a place of rest and quiet so there was usually an outside stair which ascended to it or, or a ladder so to speak so you can climb up to the top of the house and when i think about places in the northeast uh, new york those those rooftops flat ones where people uh, congregate sometimes when the weather is nice um, I, i've seen that happen and i think they're in other parts of the country as well here in the united states but in the palestine uh, this is, was a common occurrence now The construction of the roof lent itself to, um, i tell you what, this this ingenious group of people, four people, proposed to do. So a roof in that time consisted of um, flat beams laid across from wall to wall. And with that, so there was a little space in between. Now, in between those beams was what's called brushwood. And it was packed really tightly with clay and then marled over. So sometimes there was a crop of grass that grew on top of the Palestinian house. So what I'm saying here is is that this was not some little tarp that was across this roof that they could easily pull off. These men had to dig through that layer of grass that was uh, probably there as well as the clay and they had to dig through and dig through and dig through and get a hole there big enough hallelujah to God today thank you Jesus to get their friend down into see Jesus so this was not a small situation This was not something that that could be done quickly. Uh, This took some ingenuity and it took some time and it took the spirit of looking after someone else. We're going to make sure you are taken care of. Now, as they're digging through the roof here and, and looking to get their friend to Jesus to be healed, that brings us now to verse number five. And it says, when Jesus saw their faith, Lord, I thank you. When he saw their faith, when he saw what they did to look after their friend, when he saw the work that went into their faith, because they didn't say, oh, well, we hope we can get in or, you know, uh, Jesus is here. We'll just hang here on the outside. They pressed. And they've got some work in. You all see where the faith and the works come together because James reminds us that faith without works is what? It is dead. So we need both of those things. So as Jesus saw them, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. All right, so he was he was ready to heal this individual. Now, in in this situation, uh, sometimes what happens is, is that Uh, Sickness can be as a result of sin. And and I hear people talk about that. Well, you know, so-and-so isn't living right and that's why they're sick. And, you know, so-and-so isn't doing things properly and that's why they have what they have. And while that, that could be the case as people of God, we're not to make those kinds of judgments. Uh, the, unless the Lord tells you something specifically, uh, Matthew chapter 7 uh, reminds us to judge not lest we be judged, and, and we may be judged by that same uh, that same situation, so it's best for us not to, to fill in those blanks unless the Lord has revealed that to us for whatever reason, and even if he has, I'm not sure that we're supposed to publicly say those kinds of things again unless we're led of the Lord for whatever reason, so uh, nonetheless. It looks like in this situation, maybe there was something that this young man had done uh, which had caused him to be paralyzed. Uh, The scriptures are silent about that. We just know what's here, so let's continue on. Verse number six says, But there were certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in their heart, Why does this man speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? And of course, uh, those that were there, Uh, interesting, the scribes uh, in the midst, Did not believe Jesus, but seemed to always be where he was, (laughs) watching and waiting and looking to try to trip Jesus up. But of course, Jesus is Jesus, and that's not going to happen because he's awesome. All right. And verse number eight says, and immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said unto them, why reason ye these things in your heart? So why are you thinking what you're thinking? Where Whether it is easier to say to the sick of the palsy, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, arise, take up thy bed, and walk. Verse number 10. But that ye may know that the Son of Man, which is Jesus, has power on earth to forgive sins. He, meaning Jesus, saith to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, arise, take up thy bed. And go thy way, into thine house. Ooh, and by the word of Jesus, by Jesus speaking to this man, he didn't lay hands on him. He did not put any anointing oil, or 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 go into a long prayer or anything like that. He simply, as powerful as Jesus, and spoke the word, and. Him speaking that word to the man. Verse number 12 says, And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all, insomuch insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion Meaning, We've never seen anything like this. We've never seen this. So, the miracle of, of this this man walking and the Lord, forgiving him, and, and him being healed is a result, a direct result of their faith, and that faith was connected to the friends or relatives or whoever they were that brought this man to Jesus and did the work to get this, this man to Jesus, and this is such a prime example of what we should do, BCU fam. Now... We don't have to, of course, go digging into roofs and things like that (laughs) Uh, and, and all those kinds of things. What we can do, though, with God's grace and with his leading is to look to see what we can do. Ask the Lord, what can I do to look on the things of other people? How can I be a blessing to someone? Of course, we can be a blessing financially to someone, uh, if we can. I know that not everyone can, uh, and not and you know it doesn't have to be in a huge way. Uh, sometimes people don't give because they feel like they don't have enough to give. Uh, sometimes just you know maybe buying a meal for someone or their family if you can. Uh, paying for someone's groceries. I know that that's that's a lot with inflation. But you know, just what can you give toward that? Maybe you can't buy an entire cartload of groceries. Here is $20, you know, to, to help ease some of that from you. And, and people appreciate that if you ask the Lord to to show you who to be a blessing to someone's going to say oh my goodness thank you thank you so much maybe you can offer to wash someone's car or to clean their house or to maybe babysit or to take care of an elderly person uh, you can offer words of encouragement maybe someone send someone a card in the mail just because maybe applaud a co-worker or a child for a job well done think about someone who may be going through a rough time and needs some encouragement to get back up again. I am reminded of a time where I was going through BCU fam and the late mother Brenda Elliott. I did a post on her a while back. Uh, She passed away earlier this year. Uh, She just slipped me a note. Uh, from Galatians that chapter six that reminded me not to be weary in well-doing for in due season I would reap if I did not faint and that's uh, Galatians six and nine if I am remembering correctly and those words stayed with me and continue to be a blessing to me so we can speak we we underestimate the power of our words so there are words there are acts of service Uh, maybe what we can do is just Give the gift of companionship. You know, somebody just needs company sometimes if they are maybe in the hospital. Maybe we can't get there, but we can give them a quick call. You know, we don't want to tire them out, but who can we talk to in the hospital or uh, maybe uh, that's convalescing? Uh, maybe you have gotten a blessing of extra fruit or veggies or something along those lines. You know, give a blessing. You know, you, you have more than what you need let that be a blessing to someone else. Um, Maybe you can teach someone something that they want to learn or, you know, make an effort to just listen to someone. Can I tell you all the power of a listening ear and not just listening to hear, but to understand someone? You all, I I tell you, I I teach this in my day job uh, from time to time. We have the ratio god has set us up with the ratio of two ears to one mouth and if we would just remember the ratio and just sit and listen to someone with the intent to understand where they're coming from we may not agree but to understand and to have meaningful and deeper dialogue our relationships would be so much better i need to teach a class on that 100% because if there is a there there's a blessing in that and people want to feel like you've heard them They want to know that someone understands them, even if you don't agree necessarily. And then, of course, there's always prayer. Now, people say, Well, I can just pray. There's no just there. We can pray for people and we can pray with them. So, just specifically, as the Lord is speaking to your heart, leading you to pray with or for someone, maybe people who are in foreign missions. Those who are single parents Uh, around this time of year, uh, the holidays are not happy for everyone. Someone told me that years ago and it stuck with me because people have lost loved ones and people have loved ones who are, are ill or people are missing their family members or, you know, whatever the case may be. So this is a time for prayer as well. We need that. So these are our areas that are tangible that we can look after the needs of someone else. So that someone else is blessed and in doing so, we're glorifying God and he will take good care of us. So we just don't want to keep it for the holiday season, BCU fam, because it's upon us. uh, This is a good time to remind us to do so and then to continue that uh, throughout the year. So we're going to do what the Lord tells us to do with his help. And we're going to look after someone besides ourselves. Amen. Amen. All right, you fam. Well, it is time for me to wrap up our podcast for today. And if you were blessed by what was said here, I would love to know all about it. So if you're not already on the BlendCouragesU.com site, please make your way there. Go down to that comment section and let's continue our conversation. Once again, everybody, this is Blend from BlendCouragesU.com signing off. Thank you all so
1: much for listening. are together. May our amazing God bless you, keep you, make his face to
0: shine upon you and give you all peace as you stay on